Welcome to today's meeting, AA meeting of Fernando Alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open it with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Daily reading for today. AA is not a cure-all. It would be a product of false pride to claim that AA is a cure-all, even for alcoholism, as Bill sees at page 285. In my early years of sobriety, I was full of pride, thinking that AA was the only source of treatment for a good and happy life. It certainly was the basic ingredient for my sobriety, and even today, with our 12 year in the program, I am very involved in meetings, sponsorship, and service. During the first four years of my recovery, I found it necessary to seek professional help since my emotional health was extremely poor. There are those folks, too, who have found sobriety and happiness in other organizations. AA taught me that I had a choice to go to any lengths to enhance my sobriety. AA may not be a cure-all for everything, but it is the center of my sober living. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. You know, I always wondered what happens when people start having emotional. There's so much... uh, so much freedom, happy joy and freedom in the program as our basis, but camping, hitting the beach, doing other things, you know, today it makes it so easy for us to attend a bucket full of meetings all the time and neglect our physical fitness, neglect our hobbies, neglect everything. And I am there too. <clears throat> now, I can understand how this guy, his emotions are extremely poor. Well... If you do three, four, six meetings a week, your imagination starts to, well, is that all there is in life? Even though we're doing good, we have a life to live, folks. We have camping to do. We have places to go. White picket fence to enjoy fixing, gardening, and doing all kinds of uh, things for our health. You know, like going hiking. (laughs) I guess I'm talking to myself, huh? There's nothing like uh, the AA program, though, for laughter, for joy. But our bodies need, our imaginations needs the outdoors. Our imaginations needs the open air. Our imaginations needs to see the ocean, the mountains, and God's creation. All right, all right. I think I convinced myself. Seems like every year I throw my camping gear in the truck and I end up visiting people and I keep telling them someday I'm going to go camping. I got all my camping gear in the back. And how far do I go? One time I had my camping gear and in Sacramento, I got, I did go camping, by the way. I went to Yosemite. I went to Bishop, me and the wife. And when I got to Sacramento, I just gave all my camping gear away because we were running around in a big Lexus. And 
I didn't want all that stuff all over me. So I gave it to a homeless guy who needed a tent, by the way. Good, good timing. God has a beautiful sense of humor. Now, Proverbs 23, since it's the 23rd, I'm going to go to King Solomon, my sponsor, and ask him what, what does he have today for words of wisdom. Today, King Solomon says on life and conduct of life. It says, when you sit down to dine with a ruler, somebody important, consider carefully what is set before you. Consider carefully. For you will put a knife to your throat if you're a man of great appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for it is deceptive food offered to you with questionable motives. Wow. Do not worry yourself with the overwhelmed desire to gain wealth. Cease from your own understanding of it. When you set your eyes on wealth, it is suddenly gone, for wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies to the heavens. Do not eat the bread of a selfish man or desire his delicacies, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he in behavior. One who manipulates, he says to you, Eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you, but it is begrudging the cost. The more so which you have eaten, you will vomit up, and you will waste your compliments. Do not speak in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the godly wisdom of your words. Do not move the ancient landmark at the boundary of the property, and do not go into the fields of the fatherless to take what is theirs. For their Redeemer is strong and mighty. He will plead their case against you. Apply your heart to discipline and your ears to the words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from the child. If you swat him with a reed-like rod, apply with godly wisdom. He will not die. You shall swat him with a reed-like rod and rescue his life from shell the netherworld, the place of the dead. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart also will be glad. Yes, my heart will rejoice when your lips speak right things. Do not let your heart envy sinners who live godless lives and have no hope for salvation, but continue to live in the reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord day by day. Surely there's a future and a reward, and your hope will, and expectation will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way of the Lord. Do not associate with heavy drinkers of wine or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the heavy drinker and the glutton will come to poverty, and the drowsiness of overindulgence will clothe one with rags. Listen to your father who desired, who sired you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. By truth, buy truth, and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. Now, what is buying truth? And how do you hang on to truth? Not selling it or giving it out as free advice. Hold it in your system. How do you buy and get wisdom? How do you get instruction and understand? How do you hold on to those that you can use them as school, as skill and tools Huh? Can you lose them? It says, do not sell it. 24. 
The father of a righteous will greatly rejoice, and he who sires a wise child will have joy in him. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who gave birth to you rejoice in your wise and godly choices. My son, give me your heart, and let your eyes delight in my ways. For a prostitute is a deep pit, and an immoral woman is a narrow well. She lurks and lies in wait like a robber who waits for prey, and she increases the faithfulness among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Whose eyes are red and dim? Those who linger long over wine, those who go to taste mixed wine, do not look at the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the glass, when it goes down smoothly. At the last, it bites like a serpent and sings like a viper. You drunken eyes will see strange things, and your mind will utter perverse things, untrue things, twisted things. And you will be as unsteady as one who lies down in the middle of the sea, and as vulnerable to disaster as one who lies down on the top of a ship's mast, saying, They struck me, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. When will I wake up? I will seek more wine. Whoa. That's the Amplified Bible. Amazing, huh? Good stuff. And now a word from our books. This one is called A Night at the Movies by Robert P. from Montreal, Quebec. My home group, Acceptance, meets in downtown Montreal. We celebrate our anniversary in May. A few years ago, we decided to do something special for the occasion. We thought we'd invite Bill W. to speak and share his recovery with us. We asked the General Service Office in New York to send us a copy of the 60-minute film Bill's Own Story. I later found out that our GSO here in Montreal had a copy of that film. We rented a, ro- a room larger, larger than the one we normally occupy for this meeting, a 60-millimeter film projector and a screen. We bought popcorn, peanuts, chips, and soft drinks, and we showed the film to our members and guests. After the movie, we had a short discussion, and people were invited to share their impressions of the film. Many of us were moved by seeing and hearing Bill W. talk. The success of that experience encouraged us to repeat it. In the following years, we've shown Alcoholic Anonymous and Inside View. It sure is beat sitting on a cell. Young People and AA, Hope, Alcoholics Anonymous. AA, Rap With Us, Carrying the Message Behind the Walls. Eventually, we ran out of AA conference-approved films. Most important to our celebration were the discussion that follow members share their own experience and it related to the movie. When we watched it, it sure be sitting in a cell. It turned out that many members present had their first contact with AA while incarcerated. So try this on your group's anniversary or on any other special occasion. Robert P. from Montreal, California. You know, I, I started myself, I started a meeting that lasted for 10 years. Every Saturday, we had potluck mat- matinee with a recovery movie. And because we went out and got different kinds of recovery movies, 
like for instance, Clean and Sober with Michael Keaton, that included drugs. And then the great classic, The Days of Wine and Roses with Jack Lemmon. I encourage you to see those if you haven't seen it in a while. My name is Bill W., of course, the original movie, and the uh, documentary on Bill W. Now, that one I would put on a big screen with beautiful speakers all the way around. Dolby, Dolby excuse me, sound. That's an incredible movie. I saw that in the theaters in Pasadena with a bunch of strangers, and we all got up and say the serenity prayer when... And we didn't know anybody from Adams. You know, everybody in the theater said the serenity prayer after the movie was done. Beautiful, wonderful. Other movies is called 28 Days, The Lost Weekend, L-O-S-T, Weekend, 1945, Ray Mulan. It's one of my favorite movies. The other one that comes to mind is Drunks, D-R-U-N-K-S, Drunks. Another movie that comes to mind, too, is also When a Man Loves a Woman. You know, I, I'm very familiar with these movies here. I know there are others. I like Changing Lanes. You know, these are all good movies if your spouse is drinking and you're trying to get them on the bandwagon to support you on your recovery. And that's a good way to do it. Introduce re- recovery movies. There, there must be about 20. Some of them don't have proper recovery. And some of them do. Like leaving Las Vegas has no recovery on it. Just just the two things the guy wanted. He wanted more sex and more booze. And a lot of us can relate to that kind of crazy living. May the Lord, hey man, may God, our higher power, fix us up and helps us to keep on with our program. Let's go ahead and finish out with the serenity prayer, please. God. I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. <laughs> 